1: Dear Hank and John. Or as I prefer to call it, Dear John and Hank Taylor's version. <laughs> that's a podcast for two brothers. Answer your questions, give you some
0: advice, and bring you all the week's news from both Mars and AFC Wimbledon. John, about yep. this Taylor Swift person. Exactly yes. how good is she at at making clothes and how quick is she at it?
1: Oh, she's a Swift Taylor. That was your that was your joke. That's the that's where I went. I like it. I, you know what? I've consumed a lot of Taylor Swift content over the years, and I've never heard that particular riff on her name. And so in that way, it's impressive. Thanks. So Thank you. I, this is our first ever episode of Dear Hank and John devoted to a single person. That single person is Taylor Swift. Uh-huh. Somebody asked us if we could stop answering questions and just make an episode about Taylor Swift. And we agreed to do yeah. that. I actually searched I
0: searched the Dear Hank and John inbox, and in it, uh, just for Taylor Swift, and at the top right, after I searched, it says one of one hundred of many.
1: <laughs> wow! There you go. I mean, there's no question about it. Taylor Swift is having a year. I, it's it's kind of cliche among people of my generation to be like, let's put the music aside and talk about what's really interesting. Uh Um, And I think I I really like Taylor Swift's music, and I I don't think that the community building is the only interesting thing that she she does in her work. I think she does a lot of interesting stuff, and I think she's a really, really talented songwriter. But I am fascinated by the community building. And so what I want to talk about is, and I do want to talk about my favorite Taylor Swift albums... The concerts I've been to, what was my favorite one? I don't think you've ever been to a Taylor Swift show, Hank, but they're incredible. I haven't.
0: I keep. I keep meaning to, John.
1: Yeah, it, she doesn't come to Missoula that often. I don't know why.
0: No, it's not. I've got, it's definitely a trip for me.
1: Yeah, um, she comes to Indianapolis most of her most most years or most tours, which I I am grateful yeah. for. So anyway, um, I I wanted to start off though by talking about Taylor Swift as community builder because I think that is. I feel like, John, we're jumping in it too fast. I have some
0: updates I need to hit you with. Okay. Several things. One, we ha- we're we we're tossing it up here. We're mixing it around. We're mashing it together. I got a lot of emails and I saw a lot of buzz about people not being excited to lose the dad jokes.
1: Yeah. No, we should not lose I'm, the dad jokes.
0: Yeah. I, I'm about to do the Nerdfighteria survey yeah. the census. So yeah. I just did the census analysis. By the time this is up, it will be uploaded. It's not right now, but it will be. Um, and the census is just like a time where we ask questions of the community and learn things about you. I'm going to ask questions about Dear Hank and John, uh, to, to see what people love instead of just getting this anecdotal data. But I think that, I think if I'm finding joy in the dad jokes, I don't care what John feels.
1: I feel the same way. No, it's not about me. This podcast has never been about me. That's why it's always been called Dear Hank. And John. That's right. I'm it's going to be about
0: you in a couple of years. I'm the
1: Ed McMahon of this podcast. You know, like my I, basic job so, is to say like,
0: yes. It's not surprising. to This is going to be weird. It's not surprising to me at all that we're not going to be on Mars in 2028. Yeah. It is surprising to me that
1: it's going to be 2028. Absolutely. 100% agree. There, the fact that we're not going to be on Mars in 2028 was totally predictable. The fact that 2028 <laughs> is going to arrive is an astonishment.
0: <laughs> yeah i mean both in the term in terms of like wow the future keeps occurring yep. and in terms of wow we're still making
1: this podcast I, i've been thinking like when am i like what year am i likely to make it to uh well yeah 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 2028 no, uh, i've been think thinking that about that more lately i'm sure you have <laughs> myself 2028 welcome to my world <laughs> I mean, I've been trying to tell you, Hank, that mortality yeah. is a huge omnipresent problem. And you've been like, anyway, <laughs> but suddenly, suddenly you're yeah. listening. I don't know what changed. Yeah. I, I I, think I'd be happy. I, I want a long life. I'm not going to make any bones about it. Yeah. It doesn't mean that. I'm gonna get one, but I just want you to know if I don't have a long life, know that I'm disappointed. <laughs> that was that
0: sucked. I didn't. I wasn't happy about that.
1: Yeah, but anyway, let's talk about Taylor Swift, or are we still not ready?
0: Uh, I w- there was also uh, people talking about our considerations of the fake sponsors and how much they like them, which is nice to hear that you like the fake sponsors. We'll think about it. We'll feel it out, and also maybe we'll add new segments that you'll like even more. Yeah, like maybe. It'll just be This Week in Taylor.
1: Maybe it It'll, will be. The whole
0: podcast, every episode, it, we will turn into a Taylor Swift podcast.
1: I'd rather turn into a podcast that analyzes the life of a much smaller celebrity, you know?
0: Oh, wow. Just pays a whole lot of attention.
1: Actually, to... I I don't think that what the world needs now is more celebrity news, now that I've thought about it. But here's an episode about <laughs> Taylor Swift. So listen.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Taylor Swift is a brilliant community builder and Hank and I have been trying to build communities like that's basically what our job has been this entire time. Yeah. Uh-huh. If you ask us like what we do at at, at our core, that's what we want to do when we grow up, I think, and what we've been trying to yep. do for the last 20 years. And Taylor Swift is such a genius at it. And unlike certain other people who were also geniuses at it, like hasn't alienated or abandoned a huge portion of that of that fandom, which is incredibly difficult. But on a personal yeah. level, I, I just have to say, like, this is probably the first fandom that Alice has really, really been a part of. You know, Alice is 10, and yeah. she's a huge Swifty. And it is such a welcoming, lovely group of people to 10-year-olds. Like- mm-hmm. If mm, mm-hmm. nothing against the Mountain Goats fandom, which I am a part of, <laughs> but like if 10 year olds started showing up and like offering their own critical analysis of Mountain Goats songs, I think most Mountain Goats fans would be like, mm hmm, yeah, right, okay, sure. Uh, but it's, it's so, people are so nice to her. Like, I, I didn't get to go to the Eras tour when Sarah and Alice went, but Sarah told me that like, Sarah kept tearing up because people were being so kind to each other and um trying to give each other such a wonderful experience and like that's ultimately what it's about like it's mm-hmm. it, it's not that special to sit in a movie theater and listen to a 3 hour concert it's not that special on its own to like go somewhere and be one of 90,000 people at a concert but somehow she's created something that is both for and about the other people as much as it's for and about her, and I just think that's I just think that's extraordinary. Like, and and she, and it must be conscious, right? Because she doesn't need money. So this
0: is a this is my big Taylor Swift question. Okay, like clearly, and it's because it's a personal question, clearly you've accomplished a great deal. Like right. she has. She she had an album re-release that was the largest album of the year. It's not even an it's it's an existing album.
1: Well, it had a few new songs which were very good. <laughs> okay. So uh, I w- I, w- I would argue that it was not entirely. It was very good. So but, and, and but you it was get new my versions. Point. But yeah, I hear what you mean. I hear what you mean. There were a lot of um, songs that had been previously released on that on And that there's album.
0: also like there's a story around that. You know, it's sure. it's not ju- it's obviously not just re-release. It's it's right. also like uh, about artistic freedom and um you know, how how messed up the music industry is and and giving people power over their work. Um the the but like the I'm on I'm on the Taylor Swift merch store right now, and I can't I'm just like I'm having a really hard time trying to figure out exactly how these snowflakes have been coded because they are behaving pretty strangely. Um, But that's not important. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah we really need to up our merch game at good.store when i go to taylor's merch I, no, page i'm I mean, always like oh wow well that's not, a, I actually that's a whole different don't level like it i like oh, it oh i can shop the tree yes hank there's you little secrets on the side the and that's part of what i love about Taylor's whole approach is that there are secrets, there are Easter eggs. We, you've got to solve puzzles together. Like, you know, to unlock the track list, people had to solve riddles and puzzles by by the million yeah. together Very in cool. collaboration. Very. And I just find that kind of stuff so beautiful and cool and and fascinating and like wonderful ways of building connections among people. And that's awesome. But I think your question is – this is a person why, who's had plenty keep, of success why, keep, why is she yeah. still 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 like selling well, t-shirts? yeah What
0: what keeps you hungry what keeps you hungry for for whatever it is is it like the the records is it uh is it just the the, the knowledge of what you can do with the, what you what you will gain
1: I'm what gonna throw it? it back on you because I think yeah, in a lot of people's imagination. You know, like obviously Taylor Swift is on a different level from Hank Green. I'm going to just going to say it. I don't want to hurt your feelings, but um, that's that's a reality, right? Like, yeah, if you started dating Travis Kelsey, it wouldn't it would be a news story for sure. But for a different reason,
0: (laughs) (laughs) it would be it. I in a lot of ways, I think it probably
1: would be bigger news. I'll tell you what; it would be great for us. I'm not. I'm not here to tell you to abandon your family <laughs> and I seek a relationship with an NFL star. I think, that's,
0: but, I think that's a little contrary to the brand, honestly.
1: I don't know. I think uh, it'd be great for us. Um, <laughs> I, at least, like, we would sell a ton of those socks that you've made. <laughs> People would. We'd be in the zeitgeist. We least, would be in the zeitgeist, know? and we'd Which be able to sell really a bunch of socks. Exactly. Yeah. That's not. That's not your goal, and also. Um, you know, you're married. Uh, So there's that. (laughs) That's the, yeah. I really like your spouse. I wouldn't want you to switch switch spouses I feel very good about the current
0: situation.
1: Yeah. But my point is that you're on a different level from Taylor Swift. But I think in a lot of people's imagination, you're not on that different of a level. Yeah. Because you're both in a situation where you don't need to work and yet you work incredibly hard. And so maybe the reason you want to ask Taylor that question is because you want to have an answer for yourself.
0: Oh, yeah. That is 100% the case. I was doing – as I was reading through the people's responses to the census analysis, it was like, is there anything that you'd like us to know or that you're concerned about? And a lot of people were like, I think Hank is working too hard and I'm worried about his health. Yeah. And this was in like last December.
1: So it was before the cancer. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Yeah and i'm like oh you guys this very feels very like uh, maybe i should have been paying more attention to how things were going not that i think that uh my cancer was caused by stress i i do i do not um but the uh i it's not just that i got sick it is also that uh having stepped back a little bit i'm i'm seeing things in a different way yeah um, your work life uh, balance was my, i'm way seeing off. my my yeah i'm seeing like my uh not vitality, but vitalness, like my importance less uh-huh. than I did, um, which is good. I think that that's healthy. That is good. I think that it, like, it's, it really it, all sits on Taylor Swift's shoulders, which must be a weird feeling, but I guess it's she's been feeling it for a long time.
1: Yeah, and that's probably part of it, right, is that it's not just about Taylor. Our cousin described this as the Jerry Garcia phenomenon. Now, I think Taylor yeah. genuinely loves, and I, 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 I don't know why I keep calling her Taylor as if I'm acquainted I think Swift. with her. Ms. Ms. Swift genuinely <laughs> loves performing and making music and writing songs. And I think there has to be an element of you know that um is it Tom Waits who has that thing about going out into the meadow? That like when when you have a really good um session making music with your friends, it's like you went out into the meadow right. as a way of mm-hmm. being with, like you're you're with people, it's nighttime, you're out in the meadow, you're looking up at the stars, you're having that amazing conversation you sometimes have a few times in your life with people you love a lot only. Mm-hmm. You get to have that experience regularly if you're a musician and and you have those, those moments of magic. And I'm sure those moments of magic have to play a huge role. But also there's so many people, you know? Like we feel a responsibility- to the yeah. 130 people or whatever who work with us. I mean, imagine the size of having so much of people's livelihoods contingent upon yeah. your work.
0: Your, and your decisions. You yeah, know? Like It's not just choices. like the things you've
1: created, it's what you decide
0: to do next. Right. Like there are a whole company, like who makes these Christmas tree ornaments and who is shipping them? Yeah. And- uh, there's just a lot of there's a lot of people who are dependent on this idea uh, right. happening and continuing, and I'm decorating my Taylor Swift Christmas tree right now, and then I can export it and share it, but also I can add all these things to my cart and, and buy them. I, I this know is a lot of Taylor Swift Christmas tree ornaments. By the way, this is a lot. I feel like I'm in at Disney World.
1: I'm really glad, Hank, that you're beginning to glimpse how far b- behind. The Taylor Swift store, our store is <laughs> very, look, very far very, behind. I,
0: I don't, I don't, th- honestly, I feel like this is, and I, I don't mean it in a bad way, but it is a little bit e-commerce from five years to 10 years ago. I love it. I don't think vibe, so. In vibe. I don't But think I think so. that like the America is much, a much different place than the America that I inhabit and Taylor Swift inhabits. The whole America. That's
1: true. Yeah. Which is part of why I'm so fascinated by her ability to, like, keep that fan community together and strong and productive is because when Nerdfighteria got even a little close to the center of American pop culture, it immediately lost a ton of its activation energy.
0: Right. Yeah, well, I, I don't think that we were going in that direction. Maybe like that's we part weren't of it pulling it that
1: that way. There was yeah. that's true, we weren't pulling it in that way, but there was also a real just like it's a lot harder to keep people together and motivated and productive and feeling like they're part mm-hmm. of something when it's much bigger. Like that's just a reality. Yeah. Hank's not listening to me because he's, I hear him clicking and he's like, oh, this isn't a great shop. I don't know if I love this shop. Meanwhile, he like can't pay attention. He's obsessed with the shop. He's about to buy 600 Taylor (laughs) Swift ornaments. And he's like, oh no, I mean, this looks like five years ago. Well, it doesn't, it it ain't making bank like five years ago. It's making bank like 2028.
0: I was actually looking at this question from Emma, who asked, Dear Hank and John, I desperately love Taylor Swift and everything about her and her music, but my boyfriend does not prefer her, no matter how much I try to show him my favorite songs or clips of her being an awesome human. I understand that everyone has to love her music, but how do I get my boyfriend on board so celebrating uh, everything Taylor is more fun? Emma.
1: That's so hard because when you're... uh... Like anytime you really love something and you share it with someone you love, it's such a naked, vulnerable moment.
0: Yeah. And there's where you're like looking over at them on the couch yes. and you're like, eh? I once had a, a friend uh do an album listening party of his own album, uh-huh. and I was like, I should not have agreed to do this. That's intense. It's intense.
1: <laughs> That's, yeah. But I think that I think I, I actually think that your boyfriend needs to learn to love Taylor Swift. So this is something I feel pretty strongly about in relationships. You don't have to be able to to love what the other person loves, but you have to be able to love them loving it. So I'm never going to be great at pottery. That's something I've learned about myself. Whereas Sarah is mm-hmm. an excellent, like, you know, pretty much an expert potter. And I don't need to love making pottery but I need to love Sarah making pottery, and to do that, mm. I need to appreciate enough about making pottery to be like, "Wow, that is a very good mug," and I know it's a very good mug because I've made a bad one.
0: <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, I know what this is like. That's totally true. And I, um, sometimes I will read a book that Catherine is reading, even though I wouldn't read that book. You know? Yeah. And I will like the book. Yeah. <laughs> but I will also like that I that Catherine and I have both read the same book and can talk about
1: it. Right. Well that and, and that so I understand like it it inherently makes somebody uncomfortable when you're like, hey, watch this TikTok of Taylor Swift to understand why she's great. I do this all the time with Sarah where I'll be like, watch this Liverpool goal to understand why it's beautiful. Well, I'm bringing (laughs) all kinds of context to that Liverpool goal. Thousands Mm -hmm. of hours of watching soccer context, a childhood of playing soccer context. And Sarah is is bringing a different context to that clip and she's not going to be able to enjoy it as much. And it's just asking a lot – for me to ask her to love this Liverpool goal like I love it. But I do think that he should find a way into what you love enough to appreciate your love for it. And mm-hmm. maybe that's actually putting less pressure on him or or just saying that to him, just saying like, God, I really, I don't need you to love this, but I need you to understand why I love it and, and appreciate that I love it.
0: Right. Yeah. Um, but that's also like, I don't know, it, it, it is a, I think that that's like a, I'd want to give that advice to the boyfriend. But yeah. I don't know if I can give that advice to you. Cause like, I don't know how to make that happen for you. Like you could right. have him listen to this podcast. Make him listen like, to this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I, like, you can't change a, a person and be like, Hey, these guys in this podcast said that you should pay more attention to my hobby. Um.
1: Uh, <laughs> maybe start paying so, more attention to his hobbies. Maybe be like, hey, you know what? I'd like to get a fantasy football membership. Maybe that's what the Travis Kelsey thing is all about.
0: It is. So everybody can pay attention to each other's hobbies a little better. She's,
1: I wouldn't put that past her.
0: She's re-knitting America, John. Yeah,
1: I wouldn't put it past her to be like the fabric is coming apart. Unfortunately, it is partly my responsibility to help knit this back together. By
0: loving this dopey, dopey man.
1: Well, did you listen to, well, first off, don't say anything bad about Travis Kelsey. Hard stop. It's
0: not, it's not bad. It's not bad. He's, he's, I've, I've, he seems kind
1: of dopey. He In a good, cute way. I think he is incredibly, incredibly charming. I've become a fan of his podcast. (laughs) Anyway, um, I, 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 (laughs) I. In that American guy way. Alice and I are both huge travis kelsey fans now and she'll watch the nfl with me but she only watches travis kelsey and then she'll also watch the colts because we have a friend who's who's on the colts and he plays the same position as travis kelsey and so she'll be like look there's kylan in the travis kelsey position and i'm like "Ooh, i don't think kylan would love that
0: (laughs) okay i have a i have a question john okay and I don't know if it's okay to ask, okay? But is is it the weirder outcome that Travis Kelsey, or is it the better, or with the preferred outcome that Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift live happily ever after, or that
1: they break up? I like obviously, I, like it just seems like. I, first it, off, that is an inappropriate question. <laughs> Is there, these are real people's real lives, and it's easy to lose track of that. And I understand yeah. that. I understand, like, that's literally how celebrity works, is, is that, uh-huh. like, you stop thinking of yeah. the person as a person. Like, that's the definition of becoming a celebrity, is that Which people no longer think of you as a person. Which way is better for America,
0: if these two stay together or if they break up? Well, yeah, that's probably not a great question. I
1: think what's best is what's best for them.
0: That's right. What's best for everyone is what's best for them.
1: Yeah. That said— Okay, I mean, I just I want what's I want what's best for for everyone, and which is what's best for them. I'm not going to offer I'm not going to offer my personal feelings on this topic. I'm just going to say I'm a huge fan of them both. But if they break up, I'm obviously team Taylor. Like it's not, it's not going to be that hard for me to walk away from Travis Kelsey. So he should know that he should know that I'm. Team Taylor, because I know that's a concern for Travis. I know that he thinks about me.
0: Yeah, no, I think I think I think that Travis Kelsey is uh, fairly aware
1: of his uh, role in the Swift fandom. God, I loved all those TikToks where people would say to their sports-loving partners, "Wow, this is really gonna put Travis Kelsey on the map." (laughs) And their sports loving partners would be like, oh, you mean first ballot Hall of Famer, Super Bowl winner, Travis Kelsey, Travis Kelsey, maybe the best ever played the position. And people would be like, yeah, you know, uh, yeah, sure, whatever, all that. But like, he's he's famous. He's famous now. I mean, look, I did. I had never heard of him. Sure. No, I mean, I I'd heard of him, but I didn't spend much time thinking about him. And
0: and like, I'm 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 a I'm a person who's watched football a bunch. Not this year or the last year, but I've done it a bunch, a bunch. (laughs) I've I've watched more football games than the average person on Earth.
1: Yes, but fewer than the average American of your age. Definitely.
0: Yes. So
1: let me ask you, Hank. So I, I've been to two Taylor Swift concerts. I went to the 1989 tour. I went to the Reputation tour. I hope to be able to go to the Eras tour when it comes to Indianapolis, but I didn't get tickets in the um, in the normal queue. So I've got to try to figure out a solution for Weasel that. Weasel your way in, I, do I, some John Greening. I might have to. I might have to. I don't want to, but I also am not above it. <laughs> That's right. Anyway, um, those two concerts were both incredible. But at the 1989 tour... She actually mentioned me and *The Fault in Our Stars*, and oh, like wow. on stage, what, like on stage, yeah, Ooh. yeah. And um, was she like John Green is here? She was.
0: She oh, was like wow.
1: she was like someone who wrote one of my favorite love stories is is here tonight. Oh, he's wow. from Indianapolis. It's John Green. It's and nice I to just... have
0: those little things that you can like uh, if like if you get hit by a bus, you can be like, oh, remember when Taylor Swift said that, and then
1: die. That's not a bad memory to go out on, I gotta tell you, I suspect <laughs> I' ready like, to go a memory of some mortification, you know, like <laughs> but it'd be great to go out on yeah. a memory of of joy anyway. The punchline of that story is like Chris and I, my best friend chris and i were were watching this happen, and we were both just jaw on the floor, yeah. huh, utterly astonished, yes, and then Sarah and Marina, about five seconds later, emerge. Uh, next to us with like beers and popcorns and they're like hey what's going on and we're like (laughs) uh you're not gonna believe this (laughs) (laughs) i i
0: can't wait to go to a taylor swift concert so that she can be like a guy who made some of my favorite tiktoks is (laughs) here.
1: he did the don't eat grass thing science tiktok legend hank greens in the house wow i mean this is a special evening no, I mean, I
0: think she did reference that TikTok in her commencement speech that she gave. What? She gave a commencement speech and she said in it, "Why can't we eat grass?" Just like that. And I'm convinced mm. that it is because of of me and Sydney maybe
1: making maybe. TikToks about grass. Maybe, but. It's not, it's not, I'll just say it. It's not as good as mine.
0: Uh, No, John, it's not as good as
1: yours. So, uh, But when, when hey, I go to. Way, uh, <laughs> speaking of which, you have a better uh, meeting president story because you've met, have you met both of the most recent presidents? No, you haven't met Donald Trump. No. Have you met two out of the three most recent presidents?
0: <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. I have never met Joe Biden. Oh, okay. I have. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I've—but I you—did you you meet Barack Obama in real life? No, I've never met Barack—I mean— Did you you touch the man?
1: I met Barack Obama in real life when he was a state senator, and we were both recording pieces for WBEZ, um, and he was actually doing an interview on the show that I did commentary for, and my buddy, who's my producer, and I were listening to him, we, like, stopped recording to listen to him and— Justin was like state senator that guy should be president <laughs> so that was pretty cool yeah um,
0: anyway like, I was thinking that's about how it. I
1: feel that's how I feel when I watch
0: old Strong Bad emails I'm just like how is this guy not bigger
1: it's incredible I don't get it incredible uh, we're, we're supposed to be talking about Taylor Swift though which, could Taylor Swift be president go um, could or or should Or would I don't I I don't think she would run um, because I don't I I, it's like Dolly Parton. okay like there was that great podcast that um, the Radiolab folks made where they talked about how we live in Dolly Parton's America. And Mm -hmm. Dolly Parton is one of the few great unifying things about America. If Dolly Parton ran for president, it would be a catastrophe. Because Yeah, for America and for Dolly Parton. Right, totally, because what, what she does, the gift she gives us is reaching across every possible divide, reaching across all the divisions, and doing so by supporting things that, like, are we, we're universally in favor of but don't pay enough attention to, like childhood literacy, right? Like childhood yeah. literacy doesn't get people fired up. It, it's not like people are making – TikToks about how much they uh, love and/or hate child literacy because it's just not that kind of to- topic. But somebody like yeah. Dolly Parton can come in and say, "Well, but it is really important, and I'm going to ask you to pay attention to it."
0: Yeah, which will be a very interesting thing to see uh, over the next you know decades of Taylor Swift's career. Like, what is the yeah? Where where do, where do the focuses start to focus? I I I think that Taylor Swift could make a pretty good good store you know yes she could she could go Paul Newman and that would be pretty amazing i think taylor swift could make a great good story uh, but yeah yeah why would you why would taylor swift sign up to have half of america hate her when yeah, obviously her goal is to it. have all of america love her but there's also the part where like the job isn't that good
1: and i'm not sure oh. that the j- oh
0: that's a great point. Yes. I also don't think that she would be a particularly good president. Not that I don't think that she's an extraordinarily capable person. It's just that you have to build up a bunch of new relationships and skills.
1: Yeah, probably. I mean, I I don't think I I don't think anybody's ready for that job. I think it's like having a kid. <laughs> You know, like, yeah. you're never ready. <laughs> and so I don't really buy the argument that somebody who's been in the Senate for 40 years is ready because Taylor Swift's been the boss of way more people than a yeah. senator has. Um, on the other hand, you true, know, true. there's all yeah. the there's all the political diplomatic parts of being president. Um, the, the the complicated dynamics of how power flows through a constitutional republic that is, um, I think it's safe to say, strangled by money and. Like all of that stuff is is harder to navigate if you don't have experience doing it, which like somebody who's been in Congress for 40 years does. So there's different kinds of experience that can lend itself to that job. But the main thing is that it would be, uh, I mean, almost a step down.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I did. I did have that feeling as I was watching the helicopter land on the White House lawn and then Barack Obama walk out of it. I was like, that looks like a bad job. Oh God! It was like th- there were three helicopters too, because there was like two decoys just in case. Oh, so stressful. Yeah, you always you always I'm stressed know
1: about that sure. Oh God! And not just that; it's just you know you have to make horrible decisions. You oh my God. have to make decisions that alienate people. You it, it yeah. just it just seems like a terrible like you have to call people on the worst day of their lives. A bunch it just of times. seems like a hard job. Yeah. So okay. The other time I went to a Taylor Swift concert was the Reputation Tour. I had an awesome time, almost arguably too good of a time.
0: Was it okay uh, when she didn't mention
1: you? How did, did you feel? <laughs> yeah, I wasn't like heartbroken. <laughs> Once was plenty, man. Um, but actually that time I did get to see her and she asked me a, a bunch about you. Um, she was like, I know your brother has yeah. a book coming out. Oh, and um, God, I, I really wanted to be about TikToks. No, it was before TikTok because it oh. was Reputation. So, but but yeah, she she and I did did talk a bunch about you. So, well, how she does she know this stuff? I don't know, man. She had like I, a
0: person she, who like whispers in her ear and is like, "This she's
1: person." She's on a different. She's on a different level from us, Hank. She probably has a different memory level. Like it's like the one time I, <laughs> I met I met Melinda Gates. I, I Melinda Gates walked up to me and she was like, "It's so nice to meet you." I said, "Thank you." And she looked at Sarah and she said, "And you must be Sarah." Wow! And I was like, wow. "I think I feel like they get briefings." Okay, but I get briefings, man. I get briefings before <laughs> yeah. a. Um, I do. I get briefings.
0: Before like a, a big staff meeting, and you're like looking through oh. the Facebook, and you're like, I yikes.
1: Or before a partners in health trustees meeting. Oh my god! Like if I'm going to meet like with partners in health donors and try to convince them to increase their support for tuberculosis or whatever, you don't think they give me briefings and then I immediately it goes through one eye and out the other? Uh, does that how sight works?
0: Yeah, because you have the one laser eye.
1: <laughs> it's a projector. It's, I mean, you why got the not? One that sucks in the image and the one that shoots it out, right? I mean, I think that's how it works. It also anyway.
0: is not how it works with ears. Uh, so that's actually that's true. It's a good so point. In
1: one ear and out the other is equally yeah. idiotic. It's yeah. just one that ear we're that's used just a speaker.
0: It. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> you got an ear and you got a trumpet. You never know which one's which. Yeah. The point is that I have no ability to do that kind of thing. And when people do do it, like Chelsea Clinton is another person I've met who does that. And you're just like, wow, like, I guess you were trained from birth to do it, but it's still incredibly impressive.
0: Yeah. So she, so anyway,
1: she mentioned my books. What else did she say? (laughs) Available now. Still, (laughs) still very popular. Uh, Uh, what else? I don't. I don't remember. We just had a conversation. And anyway, like I do think that like some of that like sometimes when you like, I I think that I I think to some extent that stuff should stay private. Um, but anyway, yeah. Uh, I love both those albums. Nineteen eighty nine for me is the album of the Paper Towns movie because we were all singing it all the time the entire time we were making the Paper Towns movie. And actually, there's a scene in the movie where there were two versions. One, they sang a, the Pokemon song, and the other, they sang a Taylor Swift song from 1989. And Taylor generously agreed to allow us to do that, although they ended up going with the Pokemon song. I thought the other version was great. But <laughs> yeah. um, that, like, it, it's just, like, still I listen to that album, and it just takes me right back to that place. But now, and this is something I love about music, I listen to it, and it takes me back to both that place and... And to Alice now, like mm-hmm. to Alice's just utter enthusiasm. Like she and her best friend are, they do not think about anything or talk about anything other than Taylor Swift. It's like Nerdfighters in 2008. Like she is hardcore. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> I love it. I'm so proud of her. Like it just makes me so happy that she's found this awesome fandom. It's great. That is so 1989, um So was, that's what that makes me think of Paper Towns. Yeah. It's when it's not, that's Fault when it really like hit
0: me as like super stardom and like every song that I heard come off of that album was a massive hit and very good. I remember yes. once at like 9 30 at night being at my local grocery store, which is like half the size of a normal grocery store, but still a very good grocery store. And uh and like Shake It Off was on the radio and everyone I walked past was visibly dancing, like not like <laughs> nodding their heads or like singing along, but I don't. was like, am I in a music video right now?
1: <laughs> well, it does. It does make you want to get down to these sick beats.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that I think a lot of like it's also the place it's like the place that has it's got a normal amount of beer. Like it's got like a regular grocery store amount of beer and like half of everything else. Right. So it's kind of the beer grocery store. And I yeah, think that so it was sort of a, had,
1: had a couple drinks. Yeah.
0: <laughs> people yeah, were stocking back up a lot at nine 30 sure. at night on a Friday. Um, sure. And, and uh, yeah, but I uh, also, uh, we performed that song on tour. Yeah. Um, and I love performing it. People go freaking crazy. They, know, every word, Yep. I know every word because I sang it a bunch of time on stage. Um, and it's just so, it's so fun. But obviously that, like, that album, it just, and like, they're all quite different from each other. You know, they're all yeah, very Taylor Swift. that's why the era's work, a, right? Is yeah. that
1: Reputation is very different from yeah. 1989, is very different from Red, is very different from yeah. Folklore, is very different from Midnight's. Yeah. I love reputation I think it's an amazing album that show was incredible it was like an astonishment it was like performance art I don't know how else to describe it it was just (laughs) there were so many snakes there were so many like little (laughs) nods live live snakes little snakes no no way better Um, my favorite kind of snakes fake ones And it was just – the whole performance was just incredible. But so many of the songs on Reputation are songs that I, like, sing to, like, get me fired up. Like, when we were taking on those pharmaceutical companies, this is embarrassing. (laughs) But, like, that stuff is really hard for me. I don't – I'm not a natural, like – like advocate or activist. Like I, you know, like I don't like it when people don't like me. And I think it's safe to say that the executives at some of those pharmaceutical companies don't like me. And I it really, it, 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 it is, for whatever reason, I don't have to get into it too deeply, but it's very hard for me. And um, I would play that one song that goes, um, she don't start, shit, but she can tell you how it ends. <laughs> to like, <laughs> be like, all right, I don't I didn't start this. Yeah, but I think we can tell them how it the, ends. The- <laughs>
0: There are graveyards full of my enemies. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Can you believe that Elon <laughs> Musk unironically tweeted, there are graveyards full of my enemies? I mean, there are graveyards full of my enemies, but like, I don't talk about it.
0: It's embarrassing.
1: <laughs> yeah. You should be embarrassed of the graveyards full of your enemies.
0: Yeah, yeah. You should be mortified. I, I look at the graveyards full of my enemies and I'm kind of sad. <laughs> like,
1: Yeah, I, no, I didn't me put too. Them, I didn't put them there. They did it to themselves, man. <laughs> exactly. You think I have the power to put my enemies into graveyards? No. Like yeah. and then I felt a little bit of glee when it first happened and I feel guilty about that glee because yeah, that was the wrong I thing. Feel, to feel. You're
0: right. I did feel like I have I have a few people from the like days of YouTube who I always knew were bad and then And
1: you got a little you got a little jolt ev- of shock. turned out to be even
0: worse than I thought. And yeah, when at first I was like, ha ha ha. Uh, and yeah. now I'm just sad. You know,
1: that's the thing. The, the jolts of uh, one thing I've noticed about my life, Hank, as I've gotten older, is that the jolts of schadenfreude, I feel I used to feel very purely and they used to really motivate me. Like I was yeah. so motivated by resentment. But now, like whenever I get that feeling of schadenfreude, I'm always like now now because I've seen the other side of it, I've seen that you eventually journey to that like feeling of like, oh, you know, this mm-hmm. is I shouldn't celebrate misery and pain um i always just now i like i I feel preemptively guilty so like i have the schadenfreude and then like within 30 seconds it's all gone
0: (laughs) but uh we shouldn't we shouldn't knock graveyards full of my enemies too much because this podcast is brought to you by the new metallica album graveyards (laughs) full of my enemies
1: I mean, it's not impossible that Taylor could make a song called The Graveyard Full of Man. I don't think it'd be a full album, but I, I I feel like she could pull that off in a way that Elon Musk can't. And that's an important thing for both Taylor and Elon to understand. Yeah. But today's podcast, of course, is also brought to you by Taylor Allison Swift. Taylor Allison Swift. Um, anytime... That I say Taylor Swift in our home, my daughter corrects me and says Taylor <laughs> Allison Swift because her name needs that level of respect.
0: This podcast is also brought to you by whatever's best for them.
1: Whatever is best for them <laughs> is best for us. And today's podcast is brought to you by The Good Store, our oh. actual sponsor. Uh, they didn't pay us for this slot, and indeed, they don't pay us for anything. Good.store, <laughs> where 100% of the profits go to charity. You can get amazing holiday gifts like soap and coffee and socks, like the socks that Hank designed when he was in chemo. And look, I'll be honest with you. Is it as good as Taylor's merch store? No. but I think, it, the, I think the products
0: might not be substanti- – like, they might be better.
1: Oh yeah, we've got great products.
0: Yeah. The no, the we've design, got amazing like, products. we don't have like a whole house you can shop through and a bunch of easter yeah. eggs. Maybe I'll throw right. an easter egg or two on the site. I'll try. I'll try for you.
1: Why don't we uh give Dear Hank and John listeners a special discount, Hank.
0: Okay, I will do it right At now. The good it's going to be it's going to be called you use the discount
1: podcast ad. Podcast ad classic, a <laughs> classic of the genre. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That way we'll know where you came from. That's or, what so do you wanna, do you do something else? podcast ad. <laughs> P-O-D-C-A-S-T-A-D, podcast ad. That's not, it's that's, not fun at all. I really, I really like whiffed on making that one fun. No, I think that's so fun. That's such a good, <laughs> are you kidding? I'm blown away by your creativity. Um, and you get, and if you put in the, if you put in offer code podcast ad, yeah. uh, when you're checking out, you will receive... 10% off of your entire order. Whoa, it's generous. It's generous considering but that that's only money for the that would first, otherwise go to Partners
0: in Health. Only for the first 200 people.
1: Okay. Oh, that's a proper podcast ad. That's right. You that illusion of scarcity. Good well, Store. <laughs> so I could actually set it so that it's only 200 people. It's not an illusion of scarcity. There's real scarcity there. It's manufactured scarcity, not illusory scarcity. Very, very (laughs) important distinction. (laughs) Good.store. It doesn't sound like a URL, but it is. Beautiful.
0: That should be the real tagline, John. at uh, about $5 debt. I checked that because that's a lot. Plastic hand soap and cleaning bottles are thrown away every year. And if that's not bad enough, most cleaning formulas are 90% water, which is heavy. We're shipping around all this water using fuel when we don't have to. Every year, Americans throw away 25% more trash from Thanksgiving to New Year. This year, maybe everybody you know what i mean all blueland products are made with clean ingredients that you can feel good about blueland is trusted in over a million homes including yeah mine blueland has a special offer for listeners right now you can get 15 percent off your first order by going to blueland.com slash dear hank you won't want to miss it blueland.com slash dear hank for 15 percent off again blueland.com slash dear hank to get 15 percent off this next question comes from Sid, who asks, Dear Hank and John, please, please, please re-release the Eras Tour Pizza John shirt. I'm a lover of Taylor Swift and a nerdfighter, and this crossover is a, a one I did not know I needed. I am a student and was too busy to be involved in Pizza Miss. I missed the incredible opportunity. Please! Not a base. A Sid. Aha! I had to say it to get it. Oh,
1: oh, oh. A Sid. A Sid. A Sid. Yes. Yeah. No. P.S. You
0: could always just send me one size small. Maybe,
1: <laughs> but we're not re-releasing the shirt.
0: No, we can't re-release the shirt, but if 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 there's a size small still in the warehouse after we ship everything out, Sid, maybe I'll get you in touch with Abby or Josh and they can see what they can do. Are you going to
1: do that right now? Because if you don't do it right now, you're never going to do it. I'll just it's tell good, you that right now. It's a good point, John. It's a
0: good point. To all the people who are listening to this and you're thinking, wow, I should really ask Hank and John for a free shirt next time I send them an email. Don't do that. Don't do not do, do that. it. But I, no. if it's just asking for a shirt, it's not going to happen. Uh, it's also not going to happen. Also, if it's, um, the, if it's silly, that is going to make your life better.
1: I think we've got a pretty good chance of being able to get one small shirt to Sid. Yes. I'm not totally confident, but I think we've got a chance. Just based on our order numbers versus our order yeah. numbers, if that makes sense. Yes, it does. Okay. All right. Just um, a couple. Just a couple of, of high level Good Store executives doing the work right here. Hank That's Green right. and John Green. Do you think Taylor sets the um, <laughs> sets the discount codes? <laughs> <laughs> Podcast ad. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, if she does, she has something better than podcast. Yeah, it could have been like Taylor
0: Swift with. is the greatest, Swifty could have been eyeball projector,
1: could have been anything. Yeah. No, I like I like podcast ad a lot. That way we'll know that it's from the podcast. It will as opposed help opposed to if we'd invented a different one that was podcast specific, in which case we never could have parsed I
0: it. I also have to email and say that we're setting up this
1: this pod this because oh, I do, do this you all do. the time where and I'm like, I set up a code and they're like, Where'd this code come from? We get in trouble. Yeah. We get in trouble. Um I just actually it's funny you should say that because I just got in trouble for making a uh, TikTok without telling anybody. Oh, good for you, John. All right. So, <laughs> Hank. Unfortunately, we've reached the end of our delicious hour discussing the work of Taylor Allison Swift. Full respect on the name. Uh, this has been a delight. I'd love to do it again, but I don't want to do it for another person. I only want to do it for Taylor Swift.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. But I do like the idea of doing specials sometimes. Yeah, and especially because we have so many questions in the inbox. We can just search for sure. anything and find I a bet question. We could
1: do a Napoleon it. special. You know?
0: Yeah, we. I could try. Let's see. Let's see if we have any Napoleon. Bring on Joaquin questions. Phoenix.
1: See if he's interested in yes. talking to us about the life of Napoleon.
0: Yes, this this says I'm genuinely concerned with your knowledge and opinions on pop culture. You have so many hot takes; they are entertaining, though. So keep them coming. I'd love to hear your opinions on Napoleon Dynamite. Since I'm from Idaho, that's not the Napoleon I meant.
1: Yeah, but it's still it's a it's a good quality cold take. You know, that's right? A, that's a that's freezing. That's freezing cold. I I loved Napoleon Dynamite. Sadie, I have a controversial take on Napoleon Dynamite, which is that I think it's good, but not as good as that Will Ferrell ice skating movie. You know, I've never seen that, but I've heard it's great. Oh, it's so good. It's so. Yeah. It's so good. It's delicious. All right, Hank, thank you for potting with me. Thanks to everybody for your questions, Taylor Swift and otherwise. Uh, you can email us at do Hank. Do we not and have John. Mars and news? Oh, you want to do Mars news? I don't know. Do you have Do you have news? Yeah, I always think that they play every week. Okay, hit me with some news. <laughs> so big news from AFC Wimbledon is that our we were supposed to play the franchise currently playing its trade in Milton Keynes. Over the weekend, but they pulled out because they were like, oh, no, we can't do it. We have so many players reporting for international duty in Antigua and Barbados, and it's just not possible, even though they're players who don't start for us. And we were like, that's fine. Ali Alhamadi has to go play for Iraq, and he's overwhelmingly our best player. So (laughs) you thought you were, like, pulling a fast one on us, but actually we're hugely relieved. So no game against Milton Keynes. It got moved. Instead... I got to watch Ali Alhamadi play for the Iraqi national team, um, and one intrepid AFC Wimbledon fan flew to Vietnam in order to support Ali Alhamadi in Iraq's game against Vietnam, and that's the kind of thing that we need to do more of if we want to hold on to this guy in the January transfer window. (laughs) We need need to make him feel uh, so loved. He is... The best. Some people say he is the Taylor Swift of kicking balls into nets. He's a genius, an unparalleled, great 21-year-old. And we just we just want to keep you till you're 22. Okay? Then you can go <laughs> then somebody... you can go live your dream, play yeah. in the Premier League, take Iraq to the World Cup, do all the amazing things you're gonna do. Just stay till May. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, in Mars News uh deboki says i wanted to do find something taylor swift related but everything was about astrology charts so instead we have a story about the one thing taylor swift doesn't do rest this week in mars news uh we will <laughs> Uh, This week in Mars News, uh, we uh, have entered and left the Mars-Solar Conjunction, the phase that happens every two years where the sun is between us and Mars, Mm -hmm. and during the Mars-Solar Conjunction... Uh, we cannot communicate with spacecrafts on Mars uh, because there's a, a sun in the way, which is a really big thing that produces a lot of radiation. So pr- right. to protect the missions, things go on a kind of a little hiatus. No on, no one sends any instructions to the spacecrafts, but the spacecrafts can still like do a little bit of work on their own because they're smart and they can do stuff. They'll just have to wait until the conjunction ends to send their data back. NASA stopped sending sendal- signals on November 11th, and it began again on November 25th. Oh, so it's, oh, so it's just like
1: day. a nice little Thanksgiving break.
0: Yeah. Weirdly enough, Ugh. it's during Thanksgiving, which, of course, it is not always. Yeah, hopefully they had some great – they they all gave thanks on Mars. Yep. And uh, I don't think that they could can eat food, but
1: hopefully the solar power that they consumed was sort of gravy-tinged. I just want to say uh, this Thanksgiving, I'm very grateful for you, Hank, and uh, grateful that we get to make this podcast again. And I know we're not going to be together in real life for Thanksgiving, so I just wanted to say that I uh, am very, very grateful this particular Thanksgiving.
0: I'm grateful for you as well and all of your support um, because it was a lot and it was very helpful and it felt very good to be loved and supported Uh, and always that always feels good Uh, and let's all be grateful to
1: Taylor Allison Swift I couldn't have said it better myself, I think. This podcast is edited by Joseph Tunamedish. It's produced by Rosiana Hals Rojas. Thanks to Deboki Chakravarti for an amazing job on the Mars News and uh, <laughs> lots of other support. And our head of community and communications is Brooke Shotwell.
0: The music you're hearing now and at the beginning of the podcast is by the great Gunnarola. And as they say in our hometown,
1: don't forget to be, be awesome. awesome.